Welcome to Tech Travels, hosted by the seasoned tech enthusiast and industry expert, Steve Woodard. With over 25 years of experience and a track record of collaborating with the brightest minds in technology, Steve is your seasoned guide through the ever-evolving world of innovation. Join us as we embark on an insightful journey exploring the past, present, and future of tech under Steve's expert guidance. Hey there, tech enthusiast, and welcome to a brand new adventure on Tech Travels. I'm your host, Steve Woodard, and I'm beyond thrilled to have you join with me on this journey through the captivating world of technology. Now, I know what you might be thinking, is this another tech show that's going to throw around complex jargon and leave me feeling lost? Well, fear not. This podcast is for everyday listeners just like you and me, who are excited about tech, but may not speak fluent binary. Tech Travels is all about taking you on a ride through the wonders of innovation, exploring the stories behind the gadgets and the breakthroughs that are shaping our lives today. Now, we're not here to baffle you with technical details. We're here to share the excitement, the awe, and the occasional, wow, I didn't know that moment. Now, whether you're a tech novice or a seasoned enthusiast, this podcast is your ticket to an adventure where curiosity is our compass and the world of technology is our playground. So buckle up, we're going to embark on a journey that's informative, entertaining, and above all, accessible. Tech Travels is your passport to the future, and I can't wait to explore it with you. So where did it all begin? Well, early in the 20th century, science fiction introduced the notion of artificially intelligent robots to the world. The journey commenced with the heartless Tin Man in the movie The Wizard of Oz and extended to the humanoid robot imitating Maria in Metropolis. Now, as the 1950s unfolded, a cohort of scientists, mathematicians, and philosophers found the concept of artificial intelligence deeply ingrained into their collective consciousness. Among them was Alan Turing, who was a British polymath who delivered into mathematical potential artificial intelligence. You see, Allen played a pivotal role during World War II. He led a team that cracked the German Enigma machine. Then this is something that historians say shortened the war by years and saved countless lives. Now you might be thinking, okay, so what's the Enigma machine? Well, the Enigma machine was a complex electromechanical encryption device used by the Germans during World War II to encode their military communications. The machine looked like a typewriter with a set of rotors and plugboard, and essentially it would change letters as the day changed, basically. Now, when the settings on the rotor changed, this created a vast number of possible combinations, roughly 150 million, million, million possible combinations for each message. So when the team at Bletchley Park started to work on this, Alan Turing built what they called the Turing machine. And this was a computer that was able to use logic to decipher the encrypted messages that was produced by the Enigma. However, it was human understanding that enabled the real breakthroughs. So, for example, they knew that every day the German forces would send out a weather report. And they encrypted their messages so that it would contain the word weather. 
The team also knew that most important messages would also contain other common phrases. And the team started to look for these patterns in previous messages, and it would help them calculate the daily settings on the Enigma machines. Now, it was during this time that Turing's work with the Enigma machine showcased his remarkable ability to think beyond the ordinary, a quality that would later define his contributions to the field of artificial intelligence. Now, post-war, Alan Turing continued to push the boundaries of what machines could achieve. And in 1950, he proposed the famous Turing test, a way to determine the machine's ability to exhibit intelligent behavior indistinguishable from that of a human. This is also known as the imitation game. And this is really an exercise in which a human interrogator is challenged to differentiate between the text-only responses of a machine and a human being. This test, even though it was a very simple benchmark for identifying intelligence, it gave the shape of the philosophy of how artificial intelligence began. Now, the 1950s, we saw a rapid pace of innovation around computing, around hardware, and programming languages that really helped to further development and advancement of artificial intelligence. In 1952, a computer scientist named Arthur Samuel developed a program to play checkers which is the first to ever learn the game independently. It improved its ability to play by playing against itself and learning from its own mistakes. But it wasn't until the 1960s that we really get that wow moment. In 1966, a student at MIT wrote a chess program called MacHack. And that really just simply used an assembly language that allowed the MacHack to evaluate 10 chess positions per second. Now, this was amazing because this was now a revelation that a computer could beat any seasoned chess player, and it laid the groundwork for something new, something truly revolutionary. Now, this was cool because now AI is starting to become more sophisticated in its ability to solve complex problems and demonstrate its ability to be successful. But great things continue to evolve at MIT. Another professor the name, by the name of Marvin Minsky told Life magazine, Quote, from three to eight years, we will have a machine with the general intelligence of an average human being. Now, this was a bold statement. However, the basic proof of principle was there, but they were still a long way away from being able to provide things such as natural language processing, abstract thinking, and self-recognition could ever be achieved. Now, sadly, with all this cool stuff happening in the 1950s, AI starts to experience its first winter, and this is where innovation and development really started to slow down. You see, what happened was, throughout much of the 1960s, these programs were funded by the U.S. government that they basically plowed money into these research programs and asked very little about the eventual return on their investment. And AI researchers often oversold the potential of their work that would continue to keep them funding. And this all changed in the 1970s when the United States and British governments called for an independent review of AI. Now, there was a report called the Light Hill Report, and it returned a very pessimistic analysis of the technical capabilities of artificial intelligence. And what it said was, it basically said this, it really questioned AI's capability to deliver human-level capabilities that could function at scale for both the government and military applications. Now, 
As a result of this report, the U.S. and British governments began to start cutting off funding for universities that were conducting research into AI. Now, the 1980s opened with some element of success, success for expert systems. They started to show that emulation of human-like decision-making was actually possible. Now, this technology was being worked on at Carnegie Mellon University, and the researchers partnered with a little-known computer company back at that time known as DEC, or Digital Equipment Corporation. Oddly enough, this company was founded in the 1950s by two former engineers who worked at MIT on highly sophisticated projects for the U.S. Air Force. Hmm, interesting. So Digital Equipment Corporation had been at the forefront of innovation around building the early forms of microcomputers in the 1950s and the 60s, and these would eventually lead to the modern-day personal computer. Now, in 1988, after seven years of research, testing, failing, and testing again, and a re-engineering, a new era of AI had begun. A computer, which was called Deep Thought, was programmed specifically to play chess. I know, here we go again, back to chess. I know, we already covered checkers, now we're back to chess. But hear, hear me out for a second. This program called Deep Thought was a true test because what they said was it could beat any chess player at the master level anyone in the world. So in 1989, David Levy, an international chess master who dominated chess since the 1960s, said, okay, I'll give it a shot. And he played an exhibit against Deep Thought. Well, sure enough, Levy lost. Something no one ever thought possible or ever likely to happen again. Now, in 1994, the next iteration of Deep Thought won the North American Computer Chess Championship for the fifth time. And when engineers discovered the algorithms that it had been using and they examined how the computer worked, they noticed something very interesting. They discovered that the algorithm could examine half a billion chess positions per move in a tournament. And to break that down in simple terms, Deep Thought could checkmate the world's most brilliant and skilled players in less than 18 moves. Now, in 2013, researchers at a British startup produced a paper showing that they could use a neural network to play and beat 50 old Atari games. And they were so impressed, Google snatched up the company for $400 million. So fast forward to today, AI is everywhere. From your smartphone predicting your next word to sophisticated algorithms powering medical breakthroughs, the impact is colossal. Let's explore some real-world applications that are just going to blow your mind. You ever wonder how your smartphone knows exactly what you're about to type before you finish a sentence? Well, that's AI. It's using predictive text algorithms, learning your patterns as you type, and predicting your next words with accuracy. You've got Siri, Alexa, Google Assist. These are all our trusty virtual assistants. These digital companions are powered by AI, and they understand your voice commands. They set reminders. They're answering questions and even telling a joke or two. And no, I don't think that they're that funny. But just as AI isn't just in our pockets, it's in our homes. Smart thermostats like Nest learn your preferences over time. They adjust the temperature just the way you like it. It's like having a personal climate concierge. 
Ever notice how Netflix recommends shows tailored to your taste? Well, that's AI. Analyzing viewing habits and suggesting perfect binge-worthy content. Now, you've probably experienced the marvel of facial recognition technology, whether you're unlocking your smartphone or automatically tagging your friends on social media. That's AI in action. It's analyzing and recognizing patterns at speed and accuracy beyond human capability. Spam filters in your email. These are algorithms that basically look for patterns and help keep your inbox clean. And if you've ever shopped online recently, you've encountered an AI-powered recommendation that will then suggest products based upon your browsing history. And if you look in the world of healthcare, AI is making ways. So from diagnostic algorithms that they can detect medical images to personalized treatment plans based upon specific patient data, the impact on patient care is profound. Just imagine a world and a future where AI can assist doctors in early detection, improving outcomes and saving lives. But it's not just the convenience and efficiency. Also, our environment is a concern. AI is playing a role in environmental conservation. So smart grids that are powered by AI help optimize energy consumption. They reduce waste and they minimize the carbon footprint. Now who can forget those self-driving cars zipping all around? AI algorithms analyze real-time data from sensors and cameras, making split-second decisions to ensure a safe and efficient journey. So the future of transportation is here and it's driven by artificial intelligence. But of course, great power comes great responsibility. Let's take a look and then take some examples of how AI is playing a key role in education. The need for AI in education globally is being fueled by technical innovation. Factors such as investing in AI and edtech, such as public sectors, are driving the demand for artificial intelligence in education. Additionally, the advancement of technology has helped been spurred by the COVID-19 pandemic. It severely impacted industries all across the world. And what we witnessed was a significant rise of the demand for innovative AI-based education solutions during the pandemic. Now, here's something really interesting. During a 2021 survey conducted by the University Professional of Continuing Education found that 51% are more confident about online education than they were before the outbreak. That's incredible. AI is currently viewed as many as a driver as the integral part of the fourth industrial revolution, and it may trigger a fourth revolution in education. Learning about AI has also become part of school curriculum. However, just as the emergence of television and computers was once touted to be game changers in education, they have been shown to in fact enhance access to information without substantially changing the core educational practices. Now, given the increasing attention, it's timely to at least just review and and present AI's research in education and provide educators with an updated understanding as, as the field starts to move and help them prepare for possible changes. So as the sun sets on traditional grading methods, we look at AI such as automated grading capabilities to help teachers from mundane tasks It allows them to channel their energy into fostering meaningful connection with students. Now, this is true because there is really a lot of magic that lies between a teacher and their student and how they connect. But when we look at adaptive learning platforms that are powered by AI, they become digital companions. They understand the ebb and flow of each student's academic journey. So targeted exercises, tailor-made resources, the possibilities are boundless. It's education, personalization, to perfection. 
Now, the growth of AI in education is projected to be fueled by increasing investments in AI technology. Leaders such as Google, Microsoft, and Facebook are among pioneering the development of AI technology. But of course, the journey isn't without its challenges. And as we marvel at the possibilities, we must also address the concerns around privacy, inclusivity, and the ethical use in AI. Two ones that really stand out are the lack of human element. If we have an over-reliance on technology, that excessive reliance might diminish the critical, you know, the critical role of human teachers in education, and that impacts interpersonal and emotional aspects of the learning process. Students may miss out on the nuanced understanding and have the emotional support system that a normal human can provide. Also, there's also the concern around lack of regulation and standards. Just think about the ethical guidelines. The absence of standardized ethical guidelines for the use of AI in education can lead to inconsistent practices and potential abuses. So what are the future implications of AI? What if we were to gaze into the crystal ball? What do we see coming down the road? Well, where we see it moving is we start to see the emergence of artificial general intelligence that's called AGI. And AGI has the ability to understand, learn, and apply knowledge across different domains. It would increase the capability for it to become self-aware, create more reasoning, and have more emotional understanding. Now, general AI remains largely theoretical at this point. Some experts say that the timeline for AGI remains a subject of debate, depending upon who you talk to. Some argue that it could be years. Some say it could be decades. Others say that it could be a century or longer to be able to achieve. Now, visionaries like Kate Crawford, Elon Musk, and Sam Altman, they're on a mission to ensure AGI benefits all of humanity. Their commitment to ethical and responsible AI development is setting the stage for where the future of where humans and machines collaborate harmoniously. Mostly everyone is familiar with names like Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk, Bill Gates. I mean, they've essentially all become household names and they've brought amazing marvels to our world by products such as Microsoft, Tesla, Facebook, Instagram, and even SpaceX. And what's funny is that in the many years that I've been in the industry, I've heard from experts and pioneers and even critics that with progress comes responsibility, and we must consider the impact of AI in our society. And this is why I think everyone should at least know the name Kate Crawford. She's a writer, she's an artist, and she was part of an electric musical duo that released three albums, and she even co-founded a record label. In September of last year, she was on the cover of Time magazine as one of the most influential people in the artificial intelligence field. She's a renowned scholar, she's a researcher, and that research really dives into the AI development and how it's advanced in the, over the last couple of years. Now, Kate's argument is this. She argues that AI systems are not neural or objective, but rather reflect and reinforce existing systems of power and inequality. She also explores the environmental and ethical impacts of AI, as well as the historical and cultural context of its development. One of her most notable contributions has been the work around social implications of data particularly with respect to issues of bias, discrimination, and privacy. And her work has helped raise awareness for the need for more inclusive and equitable AI systems. So where does that leave us? Well, in closing, 
let's reflect on the transformational aspect and the transformational potential we've uncovered in AI's future. And as we stand at the threshold of AI, it's not just a path of challenges, but an avenue of tremendous possible change. Today's journey has really unveiled the potential for AI to uplift societies, revolutionize industries, and bring about meaningful advancements. So fellow travelers, let's stride confidently into this AI-driven future, steering innovation toward possible impacts and ensuring it aligns with our values. Thank you for joining us on the show today. If you like this episode, please take a moment to rate the show. Be sure to subscribe to the channel if you would like to be notified when new shows are posted. And if you want to share this show with your friends, please share on your preferred social media platform. I would love your help to be able to grow this channel and bring awareness to the topics. You can follow me at Twitter, at The Tech Travel. I'm Steve Woodard, your guide in this world of tech. And this concludes our chapter on AI, down to basics. Join us next time as we venture into the future, into the realms of technology. Until then, stay curious, stay informed, and most of all, happy travels. Thanks so much for listening to the Tech Travels Podcast with Steve Woodard. Please tune in next time and be sure to follow us and subscribe on the Apple Podcast and Spotify platforms. We'll see you next time.